During one of the HR interviews, yeah. high resolution, yeah. you mentioned that there are three P's you look for yes. when evaluating a new role. Yes. What are they and why? Uh, I like to, I love triangles. I, if I could frame anything in a model mm -hmm. and I can model things into a triangle, triangles have three sides. Three points are really easy to understand if they're really, really sticky. And so my three P's of any job I was able to fit into a triangle, I was very happy with that, is people, purpose, and pay. Before you define those, yes. did you have four Ps and you killed one because you really liked triangles? No, this one actually fit okay. into a triangle okay. really right. well. Okay. Yeah, this right. one, the, yeah, I have others that, I have other things that need five bullets and I hate that because yeah. I, now, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, you know, people, purpose, and pay. I'm extremely pragmatic, okay? I love working on things that I love to work on. Great. But I also am very pragmatic about the fact that there's two things other than purpose that matter. The chemistry that I have with the people I work with and how much am I getting paid because i got to pay my MFing bills. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, it's just, it's that simple. Yeah. Um, and I think if, if you're thinking about leaving a job, if you're thinking about getting a job, if you're assessing options, it's really important, I think, to assess it on these three Ps. People, do you like the people you work with? Do you get along with them? Do you go out to lunch with them? A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't have a work relationship. That alone is not a reason to leave if you're working in a company that you believe in and you're getting paid pretty well, right? So two Ps there stand out pretty well. One of them doesn't. Purpose, I don't think you should work for a company you don't believe in. I don't think you should work for a company whose mission you don't buy into. I believe in drinking the Kool-Aid. And I realize that's like an unpolitical thing to say because of the whole Kool-Aid metaphor and what it goes back to. But like, if you're gonna join a company and you don't drink the Kool-Aid, you must ask yourself the question, why am I here? Am mm -hmm. I wasting my time? I don't mm -hmm. believe in this company. I don't believe in the work I'm doing in this company. I don't believe in what product this company mm -hmm. puts out. Mm -hmm. And a good reason to be at that company is the third P. I need the money. I have a family. I don't have the luxury of, you know, I live in, you know, some place in Alabama or some place in Ohio, and I don't have uh, businesses or like big tech companies around me that can hire me. So I'm relegated to what I've got, and what I've got is what I've got, and this pays my bills, and I'm going to be here. This is a perfectly good reason to be at a company. Is if you don't have the people, you don't have the purpose, but you need the money. Most most times people will find that they don't have all three P's. And by the way, if you have all three P's, if you're in a company where you love the people, you love the purpose, and it pays well, and the first two companies that come to mind, Google and Facebook. A lot of people I talk to there love the missions of the mission of these companies, right? Making the world more open and connected, making the empowering the world with the information yeah. that is available to yeah. them all across the world. Like these are amazing missions, right? And the people that work in these companies are some of the best, most brilliant people in the world. Mm -hmm. But they also pay so well, which is why people don't leave these companies. Yeah. They've got all three of the P's. So when people say, oh, you know, like Facebook's just, you know, it's like a it's like a black hole of talent. Like people just go in there, they never come out. Well, they don't need to come out because they've got people like Luke Woods and Julie Zhu and like all these other people in this company yeah. that's, that, that, that are amazing leaders, right? Um, so anyway, my three P's, people, purpose, and pay, look Long and hard, if you don't have any of the P's, if you work with shitty people, you don't believe in the company mission, and they don't pay you well, uh, what's a good reason to be at this company? Okay, a, a good reason to be at that company is you need some experience before you move on to the thing that's actually going to pay you well in a company you believe in. But um, I don't think people survive in those kind of companies yeah. too long. So those are the three P's. People, okay. purpose, pay. Cool. PPP. Um, okay, your, your next question. What bothers you the most about this design industry, and how would you fix it? Most. 
What bothers uh, you? One thing. The yeah. one thing that bothers you the most about the design industry. Okay. So something that irritates me a lot is people not proposing solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's funny that we have a name for it, Design Twitter. Mm. We branded it. Um, but on this thing that we call Design Twitter, there's a lot of uh, very quick reactions to yes. things. I felt the wrath of this. Oh, yeah. We felt it ourselves in the show, like yeah. two or three times. What was our show called before it was called? It was called Har- Weaponized Design. Do you remember the shitstorm that, yeah, we, that ensued yeah, because of it? Yeah, I felt like I was digitally killed. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I remember even when that happened, like, the thing I was constantly asking was, like, suggestions, yeah. right? Not suggested names, but, like, approaches, like, how would you approach this, yeah. right? Um, and what's funny is oftentimes when you respond to anyone with, like, Give me a suggestion, or like, do you have a do you have a solution in mind? A lot of them get quiet, yeah. right? Um, and I just I remembered when I was a kid. So something about me that I don't, you know, most people don't know. When I was a kid, I had a really really bad stuttering problem mm. up until I was about six. Wow! And I remember I had an aunt who just really really invested in me. She was like, "I'm this is gonna this is gonna end." Yeah. I remember my parents were like, yeah, that's just going to be him for the rest of his life. Mm. And um, I, it, made, it made me very, very shy mm. um, and very close. I didn't talk to anyone. Um, but what I actually learned in that insecurity of speech is being very particular about when I decided to speak. Right. And I only decided to speak when I felt I had something to say. Awesome. And having something to say says that you have substance to that thing. Awesome. Right. So on Twitter specifically, Right? There is a lot of things that are said within the design community yeah. that does not need to be said. Yeah. And there are a lot of conversations that are worth digging into, but the people who dig into them do not have any substance. Yeah. Right? And for me, if you are going to say something or counteract something, come prepared with a counter. Yes. Whether it is a suggestion, a proposal, a known solution because you've been in this situation before and you've vetted it, mm-hmm. right? Or you are opening up the discussion to find a solution together. Right. That's it. Right. If you don't have any of those things, don't fucking say anything. Right. Right. And that is one of my biggest frustrations. And the thing is, you can actually take the inherent problem there and apply it to design and its perception within the workplace. Yeah. Designers, we are very, very, very um, you know, emotionally responsive, yeah. naturally, right? Yeah. And a lot of this stems from the ego that we have in the work that we do. Yeah. And then you see that manifest sometimes in the workplace where someone has an issue with your idea. And before you actually want to understand the issue and figure out, maybe it's go ahead and like validate a little bit more and come back with a proposal, you're ready to defend something that is indefensible, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, that's just, I'm flaring up right now, right? Like that, that irritates me, yeah. right? And um, Can I just make a comment? Yeah. You know what you're really good at, though, is like, I mean, you, you've you've like at least held my hand through this when I first felt the wrath of, of design Twitter. Is like, <laughs> I remember you calling me up saying, "Bobby, do not engage." <laughs> and like my like my as I said, you know, I'm an, yeah. if you guys believe in Myers Briggs and stuff, like I'm an ENTP. Like one of the character traits of an ENTP is we love to debate. And like one of the things that you've just taught you taught me very early on when I started getting into Twitter, like really getting into Twitter. <laughs> Last year, and you were like, dude, this shit happens all the time. The worst thing you can do is try to be right. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You know, let it slide. Don't. And I'm like yelling at you on the phone. I'm like, yeah, but they're wrong. Like, yeah. here's why. Yeah. You know what? High resolution is still a better name than weaponized design. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. Um, sorry. Like, I, you, yeah. You I, have to, you have to pick those 
right? You you're can't right. fight all of them. You're right. And when you pick the ones, pick the ones that you can debate, not argue. Yes, right? I've gotten better because of you. Is what I'm saying. Like you've 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 given me you've given me. Um, uh, you, you're, you, you've taught me to, to find the ones that are not necessarily winnable, but worthable. Yes. Like the ones that are worth it. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the last thing I'd say, because my first argument was like, come with a proposal. Yes. Um, there's an exercise that I have anytime I'm deciding whether to, uh, like that something is worth it. Yeah. Um, I actually try and force myself to think about solutions. Yes. <laughs> right? If I cannot think of something, I will respond. There, there's. If you send me an email, a DM, a tweet, whatever, I will always respond. It's a rule I made for myself because I don't like when people don't to me, right? Yep. Um, but I will respond with a solution or a proposal if I have one. If I don't have one, I will say you are right or let us continue talking, right? And then that's it. Yes. Um, and one more thing I'd suggest is reread. Yes. Fucking like like tweets. Just, right? just reread. <laughs> reread no, things. Not even just the thing that Emails. you were going to say. Totally. The thing that you are responding to. Yes. You don't realize ah. how many times I see someone respond to something that they clearly did not. Like it's read, an emotional right? impulse as yeah. opposed to like yeah. a rational yeah. reaction. Even like you know the, yeah. we have a bonus episode coming. Yeah. And like in this thing we we asked people on Twitter for um for questions. Yeah. To ask the questions they have for us for us to answer That's in right. that interview. That's right. And we got a lot of responses of suggested guests. Yes, yes, right? so people aren't and I'm reading. Like, I love that you're suggesting guests, but that's that wasn't our question. Yeah. You know? I want your question. Yeah. I don't want to guess. Just read it. The season's done. Just just, just read what was said before yeah. you respond. Yeah. Thanks to Squarespace for their support. Whether you need a domain, a website, or an online store, make your next move with Squarespace. Visit squarespace.com and enter the code high resolution, one word for 10% off your first purchase.